the feeling of one, nervousness, will unleash, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. If this is gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna take my dick in the back. Oh God! They're gonna know I'm dumb. Welcome to Brain Jail. Brain Jail. Guys, welcome to Brain Jail. I'm Kevin Tiggins. Sitting across from me is the handsome Jay Savory in a hey. long sleeve t-shirt. And uh, that uh, very baritone voice is the unaltered voice of Benjamin Allen Avery on the ones and twos. Hey, guys. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, welcome to episode two uh, of Brain Jail, the show where everything we say, uh, we're not sure we should have said it. Uh, but The show it, about nothing. It, it's, like, <laughs> we're just, it's like the audience is our wife. Yeah. We're like, I don't know. Could I say that? Is, is that okay? Is that all right? Yeah, we've got dogs in the background. We got a A&W root beer, uh, glasses of water with dirt in them. I mean, we're stoked. Yeah, Kevin somehow got a glass of water with dirt in the middle of the water, which I'd never seen before. Yeah. It usually floats on top, but it was just in the middle of your water. I'm a special guy. You know what I mean? I'm a very special guy. Uh, well, uh, I'm excited to be recording episode two of uh, the Self-Consciousness Podcast. I'm not sure how many times we can say the R word this one, you know, maybe we can just yeah, you know, we make did. sure we keep it as, you know, we did really set a record last time. We did a good job. Yeah, Guinness came down and gave us an award <laughs> for fastest canceled podcast. Dude, I had um, Gavin McGinnis world records. Yeah, we hadn't even up. We hadn't even uploaded. <laughs> Come on, it. give it up for that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I was very, it literally, that was so good. I didn't realize it. <laughs> he was like, you obviously planned that ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm flipping through a notebook <laughs> over here. Gavin McGinnis world book of world records. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, shit. Well, you know I mean? the only thing I have prepared are I have some questions. Oh yeah, Ben said he guys. Ben said he wanted to interview us on the podcast. Oh, well, not interview. I just thought of some good questions that I think make for interesting answers and tell a lot about certain people. Okay, go for, yeah, 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 go for it. Okay, what would your dream job be and where? I hate this already. <laughs> uh, well, I'd like to not to turn it into a Miss America thing, but I think that is an interesting question. Like, if you could be doing anything, where would you be? And would, what would you be doing? You don't. It doesn't even have to be a job. You could be a trust fund kid or something. You know, I heard that there's uh, a lot of kids with special needs that need some release. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think that is something that I could be suited to. I have very soft hands. Right. Um, You're I mean, like the, the the geek squad. Yeah. But the, for jerking the, off mentally the disabled. The geek squad? The, I don't know. The jerk squad? Jerk squad, yeah. <laughs> And you show up in your little black tie and your yeah. like sleeveless shirt. I have a belt that has different various lotions on it, like that just all around and like right. napkins. A big squeegee that nobody knows what it's for. Oh, they know what it's for. <laughs> I clean my glasses afterwards. <laughs> I'd probably be doing this. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'd be unemployed. Yeah, I, do, I mean, here's the deal. As my life has progressed, every time that answer comes up, it's a different or that question comes up, it's a different answer every time. Okay, uh, what? What was it in your teens? What was in your 20s? And what was it in your early 30s? In my teens, say like junior high, I was like, I want to be a junior high pastor. That was what I was going to really? do. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dude, I was having dreams about preaching on a table at, at Tanaya Middle School. I was, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I don't know, I was ready to proselytize to the heathens. 
you know, and uh, save souls out there. And then when I was in high school, I was like, I'll be a high school pastor. (laughs) (laughs) What did you want to be in college? A college pastor. No, no, no. In college, I was going to be a doctor. I was actually pre-med for a little while. Mm. And uh, were you good at it? Yeah, I mean, I was decent. I mean, it was City College, so it didn't really matter. Right. Those classes are fucking hard. Well, I barely graduated high school. Barely. Um, and then uh, my first semester at City College, I I got like straight up D's. And then oh, like, I bet you did. <laughs> I got all them D's. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I don't know. I started thinking about like you know marrying my wife or like doing something. I literally never had a plan. Uh, it was always just like, oh, oh, well, I guess maybe I should try at school. Yeah. And so then I started uh, trying. I got I graduated with honors, which was pretty dope. I always wanted to be, and this is how fucking dumb I was as a teenager, I wanted to be a professional athlete just so I could give press conferences. <laughs> Literally, like not even like like scoring like 40 points in the NBA championship. Cool, whatever. Fucking beautiful women being a millionaire. Yeah. I just wanted to be really funny in press conferences. Yeah. I wanted to be the funny athlete. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of like the the pastor stuff is like essentially just going like, oh, I just wanted to talk in front of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only gave one sermon, uh, really, and that was to like a group of fifth graders about uh, Adam and Eve, and that was good because I was like, and then they was like, they turned to their kids and they was like, you're gonna have to fuck each other. And then the pastor was like, oh, well, uh, that's probably not. Uh, You're in stand and deliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is always a weird conversation that, the, you know, that they don't ever talk about. Said that Adam and Eve's kids had to bone each other, according to the Bible. Right. But what about you, Ben? The first thing I can remember wanting to be was an NBA player when I was like six. Right. Or something. And then the next thing was like, oh, I'm going to be a golfer. I wanted to be a golfer. And then and then after that in high school I wanted to be a I was autistic about the show House for some reason. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be like the tormented, (laughs) brilliant physician for some autistic weird reason. And even at one point, Jace, I don't know if you know this, when I went down to Austin to to win current events at UIL, UIL is like the academic thing for high schools you go down to austin you compete against the smartest kids university of illinois yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what it stood for but it was this big academic competition and i went down to austin for the week and i brought a cane and i walked around like dr house (laughs) i I do remember that i convinced i I convinced everything that i uh, everyone that i was uh i had a bum leg and and people were like opening doors for me they were getting chairs for me Wow. And some people were like, hey, why are you doing that? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just like, I'm just, you know, just have this cane, just walked around. Like, people were probably like, holy shit, this kid is autistic as hell. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I was, I, in my headphones, I was listening to like Bastard by Tyler the Creator, the first album, and mm-hmm. walking around pretending I'm a, a, for some reason, a Vicodin addict with a bum leg who's a brilliant <laughs> physician. Oh, that's right. That's he was a Vicodin right. addict. Yeah. I was like, where did that come from? You're like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm addicted to Vicodin. Open this door for me, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, then I shadowed someone at a hospital and I was like, we walked like nine miles that day walking yeah. in the hospital. And I was like, this sucks. And I looked at how many math classes I had to take. And I was like, fuck that. And then I just wanted to be a comic after that. My aptitude test in high school said that I should be either a janitor or a DJ, a radio DJ. And, uh, and then I talked to my dad about it. And my dad's like, well, 
you know, if you do good as a DJ, they're going to want you to get up early in the morning. And I know how you feel about getting up early in the morning. <laughs> and I was like, that's a good point, Dad. Right. Your dad making sure to immediately crush your dreams. Yeah, well, he was right, though. I was just like, oh, that makes sense. I hate being up in the morning. Those, and then, but I could get up. Those tests know? are retarded. Yeah, they are. They're, uh, they're not good, you mean. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, because if I say <laughs> retarded, that would mean good. Um, no, oh, it, by the way, mine said mine, I was supposed to be a. Uh, I should go into uh, uh, waste management. My what uh, the mafia? Yeah, waste management. I had a lot of friends that were suggested to go into waste management. Yeah, and then you you I'm going to ask the body teacher. A mm-hmm. I'm like, is this like a medical thing, like bio waste? They're like, no, that just means a garbage man. No, they're like, uh, no, that just literally means you're supposed to continue shitting in a toilet. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you're oh. the manager of the toilet. Yeah. This is your job now, oh, yeah. Ben. You poo poo in the toilet. <laughs> I have a pocket protector with pins in it. I'm just standing in the bathroom. <laughs> hey guys, just a reminder. You, a poop in a toilet, okay? <laughs> I'm a manager in here. <laughs> Dude, the, we're going to get a, a letter from but nobody. Hold on, though, Kevin. <laughs> we, we didn't answer the question of, of now, though. The answer of now. now. I don't know. I don't, I don't like this question so much. You don't have an answer for it? Shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> Not to immediately shut it down. I just don't know how I can make this funny at all. Well, just try to try to answer it, you know, uh, but I'll keep going. And now I think uh, I would want to do this also. Uh, <laughs> I think like doing this or like uh, being a manager for a cell phone company was uh, is what I used to do. And boy, boy, oh boy. Wow, that was a great time. I wanted to tell you guys because I thought you'd, you'd really appreciate this. Uh, my daughter called my son gay today. Oh, nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and I had to explain the whole thing. I had to go into it. My wife's in the other room listening. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, well, we don't want to call each other gay as a bad thing. You know, if you want to give your brother a compliment, you know, that he's gay, then that's fine. And then my wife's like, what are you saying in there? And I'm like... <laughs> I, I go, look, just how about this? Just don't, let's not say that anymore. And they're like, why? Why? And I'm like, because it can hurt people's feelings, and we don't want to hurt people's feelings. And they're like, okay. And then I'm like, does that good, Jenny? And she's like, no, <laughs> no. And I'm just like, what should I have said? She's like, it's fine. It's fine. Just completely, who cares? Yeah. Like, oh. You don't have to win every parent interaction. And Ben, I will give you one guess. As to how that entered the lexicon of the Tinkin family household. I listened to your podcast, Dad. Nope. Uh, I borrowed a PlayStation 4 from a very good friend named Ben Avery. They saw my username on my PlayStation? Yep. Every time I turned it on, uh, it was uh, I am gay was the first profile. And what was the second profile? Well, my online profile name on PlayStation, if you guys want to add me, is gayguy42069. Yes. By the way, we did the Todd Glass podcast, and uh, uh, me and Ben did, and it was it was a great time. And at one point, uh, Todd goes, uh, "He's oh, I want to promote you guys." You know, Ben, what's your Twitter handle? And what was your Twitter handle uh, handle up to like ten minutes before we got there? At racist pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't taken. What? <laughs> 
there was no numbers after it either. It was the it was the originator. No underscores. Right? And uh, it was it's surprising that wasn't taken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like to think there was like some businessman named racist pedophile. He's like, damn it. It's pronounced racist. <laughs> it's a French businessman. <laughs> Hello, I am a racist pedophile. Pedophile. <laughs> I sell plumbing equipment. <laughs> you lie, I get them a plumbing. <laughs> Welcome to Petit Fields of Plumbing. I know the name is problematic, but I am also racist and a pedophile. It's my fourth language, English. It's been fine in the three. Because that could happen. You can move to China and just figure out Kevin Tinkin in Chinese means. Oh, it's actually a mean of big balls. See, this is where I feel bad. But, you know, we're doing all the accents. Uh, I've been doing accents for so yeah. long. so We're equal opportunity offenders. That's right. We're going to get every accent tonight. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> hey, Martha, hand the mayonnaise over. <laughs> <laughs> White dudes. <laughs> Pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jace. Yeah. What would you want to do as a job today? <sighs> as a job today, I literally don't want to do anything. I feel you. I would literally just like to be a rich person and just fuck around and do just whatever I wanted to. Like a lot of the open mic comics that we hang out with? Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty much all my adult friends who don't have any responsibilities Mm -hmm. and have somehow fallen. What would you do? Like fly helicopters to like buffets and stuff? No, I would... um I wouldn't even do that. I just like, I'd get really into working out probably. And then, you know, just kind of watch TV and then, you know, become horrifically depressed and, uh, you know, just kill myself. One <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking. Yeah. That sounds like fun. That sounds like a yeah. great time. I mean, it's like a thing where I know I need something to do. Like, you need a job to not go insane. Yeah. And I just need any job where I can get a lot of stroking for being a good boy. Well, I know a dad uh, that uh, does a lot of stroking for his son for being a good boy. Mm-hmm. If you listen to episode one. Episode one, we talked about a dad who jerked off his mentally disabled son yep. for about an hour and a half. He's a good kid. Well, mm-hmm. why don't you like uh, work at a puppy farm or something? A puppy farm? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like cute, but then you get to the job and they're like, yeah, you just got to put the puppies down. <laughs> <laughs> That's your job to kill all the pups. <laughs> Jace, we're glad you're here. You look like you're good with a syringe. Right. So here's right. your gun. Yeah, <laughs> we now, used to use this NASA put her down dogs uh, stuff, but it's too expensive. So now what we do is we just drown the dogs in Drano. <laughs> Jace, you're a strong man. Look like you're pretty strong, right? And you have I, to waterboard the puppies. I know it seems inhuman. This is the most humane way to kill a dog is to beat it to death with this phone book. Dog, <laughs> dogs have no memory at all anyway. So it's just like you're he's going to be dead. Right. And make sure halfway through you make him look in the eye just for a couple minutes just yep. to take it in. Say you love him first and then hit him with the phone book till he doesn't move anymore you just have to be the end of i am legend every day well that is you like, just have to choke the yeah dog yeah out. with my bare hands and they're like and then like my third day on the job they they just my manager comes he's like why'd you kill all these dogs you're, you're like, like that, that guy told me he like, doesn't fucking work here <laughs> he's like who is that oh that guy over there oh, that's clay yeah clay doesn't even work here yeah Thanks for the dog meat, by the way. I just wanted to say, 
appreciate you doing that for me. <laughs> yeah, carrying a big sack of dead dogs. Yeah. No, that is if you work at a humane shelter, a large part of your job is putting dogs down. Yeah, absolutely. It's very depressing. Yeah, you have to. I mean, that's the thing, like with veterinarians, because my daughter's uh, been getting into like, you know, animals and stuff, and she mm-hmm. loves watching animal videos and stuff. And she's talked about being a veterinarian. And I was like, you, you do have to deal with a lot of sad, sick animals a lot. And sometimes you have to put them down. And she's like, I don't want to do that, Dad. I'm like, well, I'm going to crush your dreams right now then. Uh, <laughs> like your dad have, did to you. That's right. That's right. You yeah, got to get up early in the morning. I kind of hate dogs for that because they make me feel, I, I can't accept the fact that dogs age in my head. Like sometimes I'll just be thinking, like sometimes like Emma, our dog, Ben's dog, who has three legs, she's aging prematurely because she has three legs and she's mm-hmm. getting white all over her face. Yeah. And just the idea of her getting so old that she has to be put down makes me incredibly, incredibly sad. Well, yeah. I mean, but meanwhile, I have grandparents who are dying. I haven't seen in three yeah, years, but they're really, they have opinions. That's the problem with <laughs> yeah. grandparents. You know, they're all their opinions and their ideas about how the Kevin, world should be. Kevin, here's what you do. You set your daughter down and you, you'd be like, look, either you become a vet and you work with sad, sick animals, mm-hmm. or you go out in the world and you deal with sad, sick animals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really like, not a difference. Like, baby, honestly, it. like, we're all really sad, sick animals, though, you know, if we really think about it, you know what I mean? Let me show you how to roll a doobie. You're going to use this in the future. You know what I mean? Come on. Let's all tend to my mushroom right. farm, baby girl. You smoke DMT with your daughter. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, honestly, I want to open her brain up. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like who? Because she's going to smoke DMT either way. It's just like, might as well do it with right. me. Dude. You accidentally MK Ultra your daughter. You turn her into a super spy with no ego or emotion. I mean, who needs them? You know, ego and emotion ruin me. Honestly, know? yeah. Emotions suck. They're really the worst. They suck. I'm going to kill a lot of animals in front of my kids so that they lose their emotions. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. you're a good dad. I'm a great dad. I'm a great dad. And that's what you got to do you know uh yeah develop uh i'll develop make sure they have a really good relationship with the animal Mm -hmm. and then make them drown it and then be like see not that hard (laughs) not that hard you know don't hold on to these connections i honestly always wanted to be a i talked about this in therapy the other day i always wanted to be a recovered drug addict like I felt like that would be nice because I tend to be an addictive guy, but all my addictions are just kind of silly. Yeah, let's go get some heroin tonight. So you want to be addicted to sobriety? No, no, no. I want to be like all my addictions are like I watch TV too much and eat too much food. I want to be like have been addicted to heroin for 14 years, and then I'm just like a staunch sober guy, and I just talk about how I used to do heroin, and then I'm like clean from then on out. Yeah, but then you drink like 40 cherry cokes or whatever. So you you know drink what? something crazy. I just deal with that. <laughs> you you want to have a lower bottom is basically what you're saying because then now you would be doing good right well but since saying, you haven't bottomed out that hard I want you're doing a, bad right now I want you're an a addiction, loser i want an addiction where it's like oh yeah heroin don't do that anymore not like oh yeah tv just try to not watch it as much right yeah because nobody's holding an intervention for a guy who watches too much tv well psychology today just published a thing called the 10 great things about being an addict <laughs> Number one is uh, you get to do whatever you want whenever you want to do it. Number two is you can be comfortable sleeping on the floor. Uh, You don't have to bother yourself with family obligations. That's a real plus. Uh, People don't annoy you with conversation. Not having a boss breathing down your neck. I mean, pesky mortgage, rent, car payments, barely an issue. So this is an ironic article. Uh, I mean, you think so? (laughs) Hmm. Some guy in a leather jacket wrote this. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't like it when psychiatrists are ironic as a bit. <laughs> like sometimes my ther- my therapist will do that to me where I'm like, yeah, sometimes I feel like everybody just hates me or whatever. And then she'll be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Everybody just goes around going, I hate Jace. I'm like, all right, you stupid bitch. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is one of those exercises they talk about, like in psychology, is just to like talk about yourself like that, like mm-hmm. in an extreme example. Like, oh, well, what if I say this? And then everyone's going to get so pissed off at me. Just like, oh, yeah, everybody's looking at you, Kevin. Everyone's paying attention. They're taking notes down in the journal. They go home. I wonder what Kevin's doing if he's being a real piece of shit today. <laughs> Like, okay, all right, fine. Yeah. No, everybody's obsessing about you. They're thinking about you. They're worried about what you're doing all the time. You really think that? That is true with you, though. Yeah, that is true about me. You don't have to worry about hygiene or looking good or fit. I mean, that's I'm already there. (laughs) I should be an addict. But we're we're all addicts already. I mean... First of all, Kevin has a sugar problem for sure, as do I. A sugar problem? You have a high intake of sugar. I do? Yeah. How so? When we go to Starbucks, you're like you're like watching them pump the the you're like no half pumps. No half <laughs> pumps on that vanilla. I saw you climb the counter. Right. No, no, no. They, you, drink, you do drink coffee that looks like Katy Perry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like purple and has like sparkles in hey, it. You drink I, like fucking snow cone syrup. And dude, shit. I get the same thing at Starbucks every time, which is a, a Vente iced coffee, coffee or maybe a Trente uh, <laughs> with uh, five pumps of white chocolate mocha and 2% milk. That's, that's my go-to. And then they ask me, they go, do you want classic in that? I go, oh, no, I can't handle that. And then they go, this is a nice guy. <laughs> That's how I do it every time. I, you know, uh, this guy is fucking deranged. Yeah. No, I do. I love, I get addicted to everything. I get addicted to absolutely everything that I do. I mean, even, even good things. I mean, sound engineering and all this stuff, like learning any of this shit. I get so into it. I play a video game. I want to be the best at that fucking game. Yeah. You're an escapist type of guy. I mean, I don't know if I, okay. Elaborate on that. You fucker. Escapism. (laughs) (laughs) I'm immediately offended. Fuck you. (laughs) Like as when you got a, you haven't played video games in 10 years. As soon as you got a video game, like, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there was, there was a search team. Yeah. On (laughs) just roaming the streets of Los Angeles. By the way, I want to look for Kevin Tinkin. If we could cut this a little short today, because I, uh, I got some, some quests I need to finish up uh, back at home. Right. Uh, you haven't collected all the beaver pelts and oh, dude, I got Red I Dead even, Redemption. Too. I beat Red Dead Redemption two twice. And then I started a third campaign because <laughs> I wanted Ben to have a heads up. I wanted him a leg up when he started his campaign. So I started one on his profile. I was like, right, you know what? He needs to have the right satchel. <laughs> and I want to make sure that I get all this stuff and I'm staying up all night. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I get real disappointed in myself when I start thinking about that stuff. But there have been times when, uh, I, you know, I throw myself into something important. You know what I mean? Like, you know, first started stand up, I was just going nuts. I mean, I wrote over an hour of stand up in like two months. And, and uh, you know, it was clean because I was getting booked up by all these churches and like, you know, these kids' parties and stuff. But then I start smoking weed. You know, that escalates into an everyday affair very quickly. Uh, video games now, you know, I'm, 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 I'm weaning off. I'm getting better, you know, but, uh, I'm getting better, Dad. <laughs> Get off my ass, Ben. <laughs> well, I maybe I'm just seeing myself in you because I feel that way. No, no, you're seeing me in me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like all of us at a lot of times just don't want to feel. Like I never want to feel anything. 
And so a great way to do that is like just to completely distract yourself. Like I'll turn t- the, a movie on and get on my phone and be drinking a Coke at the same time. It's like, well, I don't yeah. have to feel anything. Escape into the can of Coke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You got a little, uh, you got some dip on no, your I know, upper no, I got dip yeah, on I'm, the I'm upper aware. Lip. He does that on purpose. Yeah, I keep it there. Jace thinks he's Arthur Morgan. Mm-hmm. You're getting a little dip on the lip, looking like a Madonna over there. With a little, <laughs> you got a little mole on the top. Shit. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, uh, I want to figure out how to do things that I love in moderation. You know, again, but it's, uh, it ain't easy. No, that's that's that sucks though. It sucks. Don't do that. Moderation. Don't do that. Don't do moderation. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Uh, th- that's the funnest type of guy. The guy that's like, nah, I gotta get up in the morning. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Stay up. Fuck you. Stay up. Yeah. Uh, you're on your deathbed. You're like, oh, I'm so glad I went to bed early all the time. Get I, fucked. You know, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. The only thing I'm fucking addicted to is being cool. Oh, yeah. Very cool. I'm addicted to being a cool yeah. guy. You know what? Let's talk about being cool for a second. <laughs> uh, That's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> no, I do want to talk about this because I think, uh, you know, one of the, you know, one of the aspects of this show is the fact that, you know, the second guessing, the not wanting to do stuff. Uh, you know, there's a lot of guys that we deal with that are are very cool. Um, and, and girls. And, thank you. Uh, and, you know, and honestly, all of the genders. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad you brought this up. This is a good opportunity to bring up all the 47. And <laughs> mm-hmm. we know them all, and they're all cool. Uh, but, you know, sometimes trying to be cool means that you won't put an effort towards anything at all, right? Am I wrong? Am I crazy here? Am I drunk? Am I high? Am I stoned? Am I playing video <laughs> games right now? Kevin died three years ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just keep thinking about Andrew Polk's tweet where there was the article that said there are, there are seven planets identical to Earth. Andrew goes, ah, yes, one for each gender. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think pissed some people off. Oh, yeah. Didn't he get canceled? There's more than seven. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of friends have been canceled so to speak you know they're mm, called yeah. out by one blogger who's you know andrew did actually get canceled pretty hard that was funny for tweeting he wanted to kill Draymond. we didn't say that i mean in certain no he did say that what did he say exactly he didn't say that he was making fun of charles barkley he said oh, i want right. to shoot draymond green in the face period no he did not this is not a joke no he didn't he did it <laughs> <Andrew> Paul, no, okay <laughs> what did he say he said he made the because Charles Barkley said he wanted to slap Draymond Green in the face or whatever the night before. Right. And then Andrew said that uh, he hopes Draymond gets shot in the face or something like that. And he goes, statistically speaking, he's in the best city for that to happen because they Orleans. were in New Orleans. Yeah, because that is was a relevant piece of news at that point. And then right? I capitalized on my good friend getting canceled by convincing the public that he writes for Roseanne, <laughs> which everyone believed. Yeah, wow. so people started canceling Andrew, and then Ben was tweeting. He goes, I heard he's a writer on Roseanne. And so people were tweeting, I've noted Roseanne writer Andrew <laughs> Polk said he wants to kill Draymond Green. So insane. It's like people completely miss the joke. You know, like it, it's, it's bonkers. Right. The meaning of the joke, it's good to kill Draymond Green. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. I don't. Is that? Man, you, you're dry. You're straight face uh, comments, Jace. You know, I, I get real sucked in. Sorry. My apologies. Don't apologize ever. I'm, I'm in a weird mood. So Are you? I'm dry. I don't know. I am kind of in a weird mood. I don't know what it is. Do you think it's, um, I mean, when's the last time you got laid? <sighs> Man, like maybe 45 minutes ago. Who was it? 
it was you. <laughs> you wish. Yeah. Stare into these beautiful blue eyes. I fucked uh, Kevin's belt loop while he was uh, mixing. <laughs> you fucked his we, belt loop? Yeah, he didn't even catch it. Fel- fucked his belt loop. We did just record the uh, the 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 introduction song mm-hmm. to this podcast. Um, and I'll tell you what, we went through some uh, we went through some trials and tribulations. You know, we uh, you know, we had to make sure that we had the right drops. You know, we got to, the timing had to be right. Yeah, it was, we got it. It was really like Beach Boys towards the end. A lot of infighting. Oh, yeah. I filled the whole living room with sand, <laughs> you know, just because I wanted to have the right creative environment. And yeah, uh, Kevin hired a whole choir to come into our living room. <laughs> yeah, I had to re- resurrect Red Fox so he could do his one line. Um, I really got into witchcraft. You mm-hmm. know, we sacrificed a lot of chickens. The dogs were almost, they were almost gone. I almost drowned them in some Clorox like mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier. Are you guys against the live performing hologram stuff? Um, <laughs> against Cause, it cause is how, weird. Because how awesome would it be if there was a hologram of Red Fox performing down the street? Oh, you could be, go watch him just be racist and say horrible things. That'd be and, great. Like not even awesome. in a theater. Like they just play him on the street, like randomly. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just put him outside a bus stop. Right? No, he's like on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> like you're trying to get to work at 7 a.m. and Red Fox is like, ah, ah, hit a bitch with a brick. <laughs> you just walk on the bus and hear you gotta wash your ass. You gotta wash your ass. <laughs> Honestly, that would be some good advice. A nice little PSA. You gotta wash your ass every time you get off the bus. Don't forget to wash your ass. It's Red Fox doing the Fortnite dances. You're right. <laughs> Hit it. Yeah, he's the backpack kid now. <laughs> Red Fox. Woo. Yeah. Woo. That is kind of a motivational quote, though. What you wash gotta your wash ass? your ass? It's like Jordan Peterson. It really because there's in the in Kendrick in um in to pimp a butterfly. There's a line that they keep repeating throughout. He goes, "Shit won't change till you get up and wash your ass." Inward. Yeah, and there was a pretty Wait, what, dark, what was the last part? Inward. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, just, <laughs> I wanted to make sure I understood. you wash your ass mm. inward, like I N W A R. Oh, like yeah. emotionally. You got to go into your uh, the ass of your soul. And yeah, wash yeah, yeah, it out. yeah, yeah. I know that makes sense. You have to wash your soul's ass. Yeah, but there was a dark period in my life where I was listening to that I was like I mean, that's true you gotta wash your ass you know and your shit's not gonna change so you wash your ass 100% <laughs> I mean how many I mean I, I've been washing my ass metaphorically you know what I mean I've been trying to wash my ass how have you been washing your ass how from day you, to day you know it's a great question Ben I'm really glad you asked that wait can you do it as a youth pastor now I was listening to Kendrick's to pimp a butter you, you do a good pastor <laughs> yeah yeah brothers and sisters let me tell you you know I was listening to Kendrick the other day <laughs> and uh <laughs> You know, I try to stay up to date with the local uh, colloquialisms from the the, the the mass artists and whatnot. And he, uh, amen. At the end of it, mm-hmm. can we get a little uh, organ music in the back? Thank you, thank you, ma'am. And uh, you know, he said at the end of the song, "You gotta wash your ass if you want to move forward." What's the what are the lyrics? Shit won't change till you get up and wash your ass. He said, "Shit won't change <laughs> until you get up and wash your ass." Now, folks, that reminds me of a lot of times, you know, when I was a young man, I was lost in a whiskey bottle <laughs> and I drowned my sorrows. I'd go down by the, by the local port, you know, and I'd sit down there. I'd try to find me a lady of the night. And there was a one young lady. She must've been God, I don't know, 13, 14 years old. And I, you know, I'd pay her and, you know, and I'd, I'd lose myself every night, you know, and, uh, and then my daddy sat me down. I had a fourth case of chlamydia that I was having <laughs> a hell of a time getting over. And he said, son, you got to clean up your act. You really need to clean up your act right now. I remember um, one of the preachers when I was a kid, he gave a 
Oh, there we go. There's the choir. <laughs> and brothers and sisters, I want to say, if you can't figure out how to clean your ass metaphorically, <laughs> then that asshole's going to be burning in the fiery pits of hell. Amen. And if I can't, if it's the last thing I do before my brothers and sisters get their assholes burned, I want to make sure that asshole's clean as a whistle. Amen. Preach on it. Speak on it, brothers and sisters. Hmm. Before I met my beautiful wife, I would pay a prostitute to have a conversation with me. <laughs> and friends, I had to clean up my ass, metaphorically speaking, in that moment to make sure that that wouldn't happen anymore. Thank you, Ooh, Lord. Tickling those ivories. Thank you, Clement. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, there was uh, our preacher, uh, Les McGalliard. Was that his name, Ben? Uh, I like a little more McGalliard. He was. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> All right. Uh, I blacked out. He, uh, he kind of looked like the old out. man in Up. Yeah, kind of a little bit. He looked like the old man from Up combined with everybody who runs the Masters. Um, just an old Southern proper guy. And he was doing a sermon. He goes, folks, the modern music is nothing but run by the devil there's a song on the radio i heard the other day i was at cc's pizza and the song <laughs> which came is over the- by the way the only place they go to eat right it's, it's cc's, CC's pizza. pizza when they're like i know i shouldn't go it's worldly to eat at cc's you know they got the little homie dolls i think that's a bad influence <laughs> the little homie dolls those are great i think those are a bad influence on our children them little homies uh little homies gonna teach my kid how to sag their pants uh, the devil sags their pants and that's a fact <laughs> But he goes, he goes, there's a popular song I heard on the radio. The song literally says, I'm going to have everybody naked by the end of this song. Oh, oh, heavens. Yeah, just the Justin Timberlake song. And he's like, he wants people to listen to this. He took it so little. He's like, he wants people to listen to this song and start disrobing themselves from the music. If that isn't the work of the devil, I don't know what is. It's like Sodom and Gomorrah all over again. <laughs> now, I heard another song on the radio the other day, and I'm a diabetic myself. Now, this young gentleman was telling everyone to go to the candy shop. <laughs> <laughs> now, a woman, she was speaking on the microphone real loud, talking about her milkshake bringing the boys to the yard. Now, I love milkshakes just as much as the next man, but realized she was talking about her booty cheeks. <laughs> and I swear to God, I got on my knees in that moment. I started praying for forgiveness because mm-hmm. I love me a milkshake. But mm-hmm. when I saw them cheeks, I'll tell you what, they were dark like a milkshake. It's I was a, a big fan. There's a song called the Whisper Song. <laughs> Whisper. Now I'm hard of hearing. Yeah. <laughs> That's offensive to me, first off. He's into woke culture. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm not able bodied. <laughs> I'm hard here. Listen, I know I'm a cisgendered piece of shit, but I just want to preach about Jesus, the woke preacher. That's a the, the DSA preacher. And he goes, listen, I'm not trying to mansplain the war, the Lord's word right now. <laughs> now I grew, I know I grew up from a place of privilege, but to me, the grace of the Lord is for everyone. And then mm-hmm. Jesus taught us, much like the five thousand fishes, there are five thousand genders. <laughs> Jesus had nothing but two genders, and he made five thousand out of them. <laughs> Uh, by the end of that sermon there were guys with dicks growing out of their elbows and we didn't know Mm -hmm. what to call them but they were part of the congregation that's for sure and jesus was up on that cross and he said my queen my queen why have you slayed me (laughs) 
<laughs> That's great. Jesus yeah. and the 12 genders. Yeah, Jesus and the 12 genders. It's just a, yeah. one of each gender. Yeah, Madu. Um, mm-hmm. Just weird-ass names. <laughs> Madu. Madu. Madu, why have you forsaken me? He who dips he who dips his focaccia bread into my coffee, I know, has betrayed me. Now, I was scrolling through the scripture, and this one verse. <laughs> scrolling. He's modern. He's using an iPad. He's on an iPad. Yeah. So I was scrolling through the scripture, and I think Jesus might have been F-bodied. He was a big-bodied man. <laughs> they had. They needed two crosses just to hang him up. They put him up on one, broke in half. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that would be funny. Hang like crucifying a fat guy. <laughs> you never think about that. A guy that's too fat to crucify. Too fat to crucify. <laughs> which is the name of my autobiography. <laughs> too fat to crucify by Artie Lang. <laughs> You just change your name to Artie Lang. Yeah, yeah. I, I become, I assume after Artie dies, I just haul out his body and I live as him. Dude, Artie's going to live to be like 110 years old. Isn't so, he should die. He for sh- his own sake, he should be. I'm not even kidding. For his own sake, he should be dead. He wants to be dead yeah. so bad and he just, like, God won't let him die for no, some reason. His nose is gone now. He's tried to kill himself three different times. Yep. He's relapsed maybe 15 times mm-hmm. at this point. His nose is gone. He probably read that Psychology Today article. It was like, yeah. <laughs> and so that's who you want to be. You want to be Artie Lang. Yeah, I pretty much want to be Artie Lang. That's if, a good goal. Yeah. If you were going to be addicted <laughs> to something, what would it be addicted to, Jace? If I was going to be addicted to anything? Yeah. It can't be heroin, man. No, it's not heroin. Something non-stereotypical. I want to say Coke, but it would probably be Adderall because I've taken Adderall before yeah. and I w- it literally... I had to admit it made me a better version. It made me a better man. It really did. I was confident. <laughs> I was funny. I was interesting. Jace would vote. Yeah. You'd start, recycle. Right. I'm the only one who votes. I'm the only one in my he, friend group who votes. He pops a couple Adderall and throws his jacket over a puddle so a woman can walk through. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was literally like, if I could have the, the mind of me on Adderall all the time, I'm like, I could do it. That, that's so funny. I could literally Jace do runs anything. out of his Adderall prescription. He starts reading the game. <laughs> he starts naking women. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, oh, man. That, that's that, my red pill. Because <laughs> it, it is kind of red. It is a red pill. Yeah, it is a red pill. Wow. Yeah, I'd probably be addicted to like pulling other people's teeth or something weird like that. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. Hey, no one asked me what I wanted to do. Ben, I am so sorry about that. Ben, what do you want to do for a living? I don't know. Oh, okay. Good stuff. No, 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 no. no. I want to be a... I've really thought about this. Okay, I'm a serial killer in Montana Okay, or in the Northwest. This This is is what you want to do. If I could do anything. So I have a trust fund. Mm -hmm. I'm a serial killer. Um, I'm, I'm an incredible piano player, but I, I, I want to kill, but instead what I do is I hunt down sex traffickers in the Northwest and I kill them. Oh. So you're Dexter. Yeah, kind of like a Dexter with a jazz background. Um, yeah. What would you do? How would you incorporate the piano playing into your, uh, in your uh, pedo hunt? Um, I've, in this fantasy, they're completely unrelated. Hmm, interesting. It's yeah. just something you do to wind down well, after a good murder. <laughs> right, blood all over your keys. Mm-hmm. Play that play that organ music again. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go through this again. Like what would you like okay, so let's just let's assume you just finally found, you know, you finally found a man you've been searching for for you know, maybe maybe six months. Mm-hmm. You know, he's molested would, first of all, everybody. It would never take me six months. Oh, really? You're that good? I could get rid of a sex trafficking ring in 24 hours. You'd use those house skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So I'd be a knife wanna, thrower. You want to be John Wick, basically. Yeah, I want to be John Wick. No, I remember um, you More like John Dick. I had watched. <laughs> <laughs> I had watched True Detective season one like a couple years ago, and Ben had never seen. It. I literally go, I go. This is what Ben wants to be: is an alcoholic who hunts pedophile rings. And then you texted me. You go. Like maybe a month ago, you go, I just started True Detective season one. I'm like, oh, Ben's going to relapse. <laughs> <laughs> just for watching me kind of a cut up Lone Star kid. Because I knew me when that oh, came out, shit. I was yeah. drinking Lone Star. And I was like, there was one I just day I was drinking Lone Star alone in my apartment. I was kind of the cans. I'm like, I'm True Detective. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I love about these cult leaders. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting older. They keep staying the same age. <laughs> the cold ladies? <laughs> yeah. Because they have the blessed power of God on their side. What is the... Uh, Sex that, traffickers? <clears throat> no, no. In that show, doesn't he kill like the 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 rat king or something? What's the... Well, he's a sex trafficker. In uh, in True Detective? Yeah. It's all about a sex trafficking ring. But isn't it all... But isn't it like a cult? They call it the Yellow King. It's like yellow technically king, yeah. like... People think it's a cult, but it technically like leads up to, I don't know, fucking... There's a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah. It's like technically like a political ring where they like rape mm-hmm. kids. Thanks mm-hmm. for joining us on the Truth Tellers, uh, the True Detective <laughs> uh, podcast where we break it down for I actually you. only like John Wick for its uh, political metaphor. What is that? Um, John Wick's Pepe. Okay. <laughs> the dog is Donald Trump. <laughs> and mm. the high the high table is... Um, the honkler? No, what would the high table be? John Podesta? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the high table is is sex traffickers. John Wick is Pepe. So they... Donald they, Trump is the dog. So they kill Donald Trump in the beginning? Mm-hmm. And that's what gets the Pepes pissed off? Mm-hmm. Jace, J- you're already leaving? Jace is literally I'm leaving. Sorry, I literally... I have to get a water. My mouth is killing me. Well... It's because he dips so much. Yeah. You're dipping too much. You're addicted. You're addicted to the devil's juice. Jason's like, I wish I was addicted to something. He goes up, he chugs like 40 liters of soda. (laughs) (laughs) If only I knew what it was like to be in the throes of addiction. The dogs are pissed. Well, now this is going off the rails. How do we save this, Kevin? We can't save it. It's all done. Ben, I get worried about you. Let me tell you. (laughs) I'm glad that that we're alone now because I get worried about you, Mm. you know? All these Pepe Amen, references brother. and stuff, you know, <laughs> it's just like you're tiptoeing on on the uh, the lines of of, mm. of just uh, uh, debaucherous, you know, incantation of a life, mm. and uh, I, I worry about it. Lord, you know? I have sinned. I've been looking at the Pepe memes. Lord, please forgive me. <laughs> I logged onto Four Chan and I said honk honk four hundred <laughs> times until they banned me. Lord. <laughs> You really got to stop going on there. You really got to stop looking at all yeah, that shit. I will say, Jace brought up the, the little homies. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a guy on some forum just because I thought he might exist. There's a guy that is, has every little homie. Okay. And he's a cholo. Wait, so you just imagine that a man exists who owns every little homie. And I found him. You reverse engineered so this guy. So he turned his garage into a little homie museum. That's so awesome. He has every little homie vending machine, sticker, every character. And he's also built his own little homies. So he's, because they're not making them anymore. So now he's creating them. Is he Crazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony? I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't. Sorry, I don't get the reference. Wow. Tell me what you're going to do when there ain't nowhere to hide. <laughs> Jace, but you know what the best part is? He, he puts He puts the little homies.
Tell me what you gonna do. know what. All right. He puts the little homies up his ass. Is that your favorite part? <laughs> no. Hey, man. Dude, like, why I'm, don't I go up your ass? Dude, right I am telling you, he's literally like, it's, it's the fucking extra long white tee that's too big with the like Jinko jorts. Sure. I get the look. Mm-hmm. It's literally just a cholo. It's not like an autistic guy. It's just a cholo who, for whatever reason, is obsessed with little homies. And his favorite thing to do is to put the little homies in big uh, slabs, like big Cadillacs, and he puts the little homies in it. And like, I find videos of him like pushing them. So it's like, like a five-year-old cholo. <laughs> no, this guy's like in his, his, his late thirties. No, I know, but he's like behaving like a five-year-old. Like he has it's, little dolls. He's like, hey, Holmes, let's go down to the like the river and shit. <laughs> and then he makes the little doll march over to the car. He's like, yeah, I just got this Cadillac from my mom's, my tia. Hey, look, look, Carlos, he's going to hit the switches right now. Look. Oh, look, 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 make <laughs> he's making the car bump up. And he's like, oh, shit, man, fuck. Everybody loves me and shit. Dude. <laughs> I'm so cool. Everybody thinks I'm so cool because of my car. Yeah, dude. the homies think I'm so cool. In Fresno, <laughs> so growing up in the 90s in Fresno, dude, there was uh, the Cholo culture. I mean, it was being appropriated by everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody was wearing those Janko jeans. It was a big deal. People would get huge pants and then like fold them over and, you know, do the belt loop thing and then like just really tighten the belt up. But dude, the eyebrows on some of the ladies in Fresno would get real creative. Oh, I love that shit. It was like an artistic experience. Expression. Yeah. You look like a Dr. Seuss drawing with your eyebrows. Yeah. Some of these girls would get like Salvador Dali to do their eyebrows. <laughs> like it was, dude, it was bonkers. I remember this girl, this girl Griselda. She was a brilliant artist. She could do calligraphy and everything. And her eyebrows were just like on point. There was another girl that she would do them all the way out and then they, she would have them go straight up. Jesus. Like up above her temples. Like it was, uh, it was intense. Fresno, man. I miss the little homies. <laughs> So I can't find the picture, but he also made a little homie's mask that he wore. And there's a picture of him with his friends on his on their boat, and he has a little homie's mask that makes him look like a little homie. Jeez and they're all please. clearly like just tolerating it. <laughs> and like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're like, that's just like Pablo being Pablo. <laughs> no, I like that. Like, he's, he's a good dude, but like, you know, he like his mom died. <laughs> his mom died while he was playing with little homie dolls. And she like had a heart attack in front of him, and now you know. I think he jerks off with the little homie daughters. I like the idea of him being just a white guy, right. and then he just loves little homies right. so much. He's the Rachel Dolezal of Cholos. Yeah, yeah. He's just getting spray tans. <laughs> <laughs> he he throws himself his own quinceanera. Right. <laughs> My little girl was at a crazy weekend this weekend, man. Or like it's like you know that there's a disease called foreign accent syndrome. Dude, like, that is is a fucking trip. Right. You have a stroke, mm-hmm. and then like literally people have walked up and they start speaking like in like with a French accent or something. I would love yeah. just a white like guy who works at a bank like 55 years old to have that. He just starts talking like a cholo. Dude, there's a lady. Uh, I think she's a, a British lady or maybe she's I don't know, but she started she starts talking with a Chinese accent mm-hmm. and that really throws you off. So maybe this happened to that guy. That's what I'm saying. And he's like, I might be a little homie, but I got a big heart. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? He's just uh, he's just some white guy. Yeah, just some white guy. Hey, we're going to go like make mayonnaise sandwiches later. We're going to go watch Hamilton and shit. Dude, what about Stuart Little, but it's a little homie instead of a mouse? <laughs> Stuart Little homie, hell yeah, dog. Let's do it, man. Stuart Little homie. Oh, dude, they should have put little homies in Toy Story. God damn it. That would have been great. They would have got canceled. Though. Oh, no, 100%, but I would have loved it. 
<laughs> no, if a character in those animations have like a black voice or whatever, like they have to make them like a bunny or something. Right. Like it's it, cute. Or, yeah. You can't like have like in a, a what's that uh, that wiener wiener party. Watch your mouth. Sausage. <laughs> you mean what birth, I say? Your birthday party? <laughs> <laughs> sausage. Sausage party. party. Right. Yeah. Like uh, like they would have crazy Indian accents and stuff, which is funny, but they'd have to make it like a. Uh, no, like, they just went for it. like a taco. Was sort of like, hey man, what the fuck is up? Yeah, but that's less yeah. offensive. Yeah, they did just go for it. Did people try to cancel that movie? I don't think anybody really gave a shit. It I heard someone say it was racist or who, something. Who, yeah, I don't think anybody cared. I think people were like, I, uh, who gives a shit? There was a guy with an Indian <laughs> accent on uh, on TV that we were watching this documentary on mm-hmm. uh, like the domestication of foxes. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys was Indian. And after the documentary went off, I'm just in the kitchen like making food for my kids. And I just started, oh my gosh, it's going to be so good for the foxes. <laughs> and my daughter starts laughing. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, oh shit, darn it. Dang it. And I was just like, ah, I'm, I'm screwing up. Right. Oh, man. It's too bad that some. You're raising little David Dukes right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's funny. Right. What? Your Other cultures. Is, they're just funny. Yeah. Your kid is in class raising her hand, but she's doing like a Hail Hitler salute. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the problem with raising your hand. You know, you got to wave them in the air like you don't care, mm-hmm. not like you care. Right. You know, like, not like you, you, you know, are heartless or something. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's bleeding. I'm bleeding. Uh, my eyes just burst into blood. Uh, my eyes just turned into two big blood puddles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think it's probably awkward at like clan rallies because. <laughs> Oh, you know what's probably awkward? You know what's awkward? Well, is, is, I was okay. Oh, you, no, you go ahead. What's awkward is the guy going to the Klan rally for the first time, and he has to like walk in and be like, "Is this the uh, you guys doing the Klan rally here?" He's like, "This is actually a Alcoholics Anonymous meeting." Oh, sorry, my bad. Sorry, just looking for the Klan meeting. Everybody, they're like, "That's room one hundred three. He's like, "Okay, thought it was one hundred four. My bad." I, it would be weird to like a, a, as a you know to be a, a clan member or to be a member of the KKK and then like just go through life and like you know maybe somebody uh, you go to a barbecue and like somebody brings a you know sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce <laughs> and you're like uh, you go to the rally like uh, hey you know hey guys I remember you know we hate everybody uh, big barbecues coming up okay so make sure we get all the chicken and whatnot and uh, some guy just like slowly raises it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, hi, Hitler and all, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I had some of this sweet baby Ray's the other day with some of the best damn barbecue sauce I ever had. You know, I mean, I mean, they're bad and stuff, <laughs> but that barbecue sauce, I'll tell you, is right. good. He tears the label off the sweet baby Ray's to use it. He just changed. He writes over it, dumb baby Ray's. <laughs> like, yeah, because it's dumb, but it's still the barbecue sauce real good. <laughs> real good. <laughs> It, oh, 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 high five, Jeff. Oh, just doing a hail Hitler. That's okay, fine. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were going for the high five. You know, I, I never know if you're hailing Hitler or trying to say it. You know, <laughs> hey, you give them an inch, they take a mile, man. I noticed some of you guys' handshakes when you came in got a little complicated this morning. <laughs> and, you know, we want to make sure we stay away from yeah, that stuff, be, okay? Don't be shagging that robe now. Pull that robe up. Get him up. I want to see the bulge of your testicles on either side of your robe, okay, now? I noticed some of you guys are saying the boxer shorts are uncomfortable. That feels ethnic to me, and I'm a little concerned. 
<laughs> I'm laughing at the idea of the Grand Wizard rolling in on a rascal scooter, right. just in a huge getup, like yeah. a huge pointy hat. <laughs> but he's like 500 yeah. pounds. A pointy hat on an orb. <laughs> it's, it's not yeah. pointy because he's so fat. Right. He looks like the fat ghost from uh, Casper the movie. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks like a like a, a spike, like a ball, like a mace, right. but just with one spike. Right. Mm-hmm. And he just gets up. He's like, oh hell yeah, man. <laughs> Everybody knows we're superior. There's somebody at my blood center. Oh, God. Like a pit crew comes by and is like replacing his wheels. Yeah, he's trying to he's trying to make s'mores off the burning cross. One of the funniest things is hearing somebody complain about something that's totally acceptable for everybody else. Oh, geez, getting in there. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) I am mad uncomfortable for whatever reason. I think it's this chair. Oh, probably not everything we've been saying. (laughs) It's probably that's the only thing that's been putting me at ease. Yeah, okay, good. No, just like somebody who's just like, these stupid chairs on these airliners are just too small. (laughs) Just like, well, it might be you. Hey, honey. Have you thought about losing some fucking weight? <laughs> That's me as an airline right. attendant. They can be that mean to people. People are like, oh, what are you going to do? I got to get to Indianapolis. I mean, that's got to be such an embarrassing conversation for like a stewardess where she's because this had to have happened. That happened to Kevin Smith where she came up and he's like struggling to get like his fat body in the seat. And she had to be literally go up to him. and She's like, excuse me, sir, we're going to have to ask you to buy. And I'm so sorry. We're going to have to ask you to buy an additional seat because you're just too fat. Um, to sit in one. So <laughs> he had he had all of his jerseys folded up next to him. <laughs> Sir, I hate to do this to you, but um, your jerseys are actually counting as an extra person. Um, um, sir, I'm sorry. We're going to have to actually have you stand in the middle of the plane because otherwise, <laughs> it's just going to bank to the left the whole time. No, you just it's just going to barrel roll the whole trip. <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah, he, they, they just keep going in circles. <laughs> he is the type of fat where you know uh, when someone does those t-shirt contest things where they keep putting on t-shirts mm-hmm. until they look like he has that fat type of body. Yeah. But where it looks like shirt. he's wearing 500 shirts. But one shirt. <laughs> oh, wait, Chase, that's so funny. A shirt that's as thick as a thousand shirts mm-hmm. that you put on. That's so stupid. <laughs> that's a good bet. <laughs> and you walk around and people are like, are you wearing a thousand t-shirts? You're like, no, this is one shirt. Yeah, this is really thick. Extra thick brand. This is actually just a duvet cover I made into a tank top. Uh, you just hate sweat stains. Like mm-hmm. coming through your shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Dude, I knew a guy who would sweat through his uh, his sport jacket, like a Jesus wool sport Christ. jacket. Would Jesus. Sweat through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to have surgery to have his sweat glands removed from his armpits. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, it's called like hyperhidrosis or something. Like, I had, I had, I hooked up with a girl who had that because mm-hmm. she was literally like, we were hooking up and then. Oh, big time. That's wait, cool. Kevin, what, Kevin, what was your friend's name? Dick McGick. Jace. Was this person you were hooking up with named Dick McGick? <laughs> Wait. His name was Jeff. I thought you said Richard McDick. <laughs> <gasps> Small world after all. It's a specific world after yeah. all. No, but I was hooking up with this chick, and then just in the middle of the sex, she goes, I, you're probably looking at my scars. I'm like, what? No, don't, shut up. And she's like, yeah, I have my sweat glands removed. I'm like, okay, so should I keep fucking you or is this like the end of the whole night you telling me they look at my scars did you kiss him 
That's what you're supposed to do, I hear. I had I fucked the scars. That's yeah. good. We That's talked good. about this on another podcast, actually. But Oh, really? What's the name of that podcast? Uh, WTF with Mark Maron. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so you're the scar guy. You fuck girls with scars. And that old scars, man. <laughs> you listen to vinyl, bro? <laughs> I got a lot of memorabilia around here. Yeah. Feel free to play with those butcher knives in front of you. Yeah, I just got a vinyl of a Neutral Milk Hotel. It's uh, unreleased, so... Yeah, I hate everyone. <laughs> Pow! <laughs> yeah, I knew a girl in high school who would straight up, you could see it in class. And you know how cold classrooms are. Oh, she yeah. would still sweat like uh, oh, yeah. like a whore in a, what's the saying? Church. Yeah, that's it. Sweat like a whore in church. I think it's offensive. I don't think you should say that. <laughs> what, the idea of a whore in church is offensive to you? No, I don't think we should talk about whores or churches. It's offensive to me. She, uh, Dude, she dripped. I would watch it drip down. You could watch it move. Oh, yeah. Because sweat is thicker than water. It travels. That's that other old saying that people say. Yeah. <laughs> sweat is thicker than That's water. That's right. <laughs> Boy, sweat's thicker than water. And, dude, it, I literally saw it drip down her shirt. I could see it. And then it would drip onto the seat and then start dripping on the floor. Wow. And she was clearly so like insecure about it and nervous. I think she would get up and go to the bathroom and like pat it down. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, there have been times in my life where I've gone and put toilet paper on my armpits and just shoved them up there just to, 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 to soak make it people up. think you had bigger armpits. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. your dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody else had huge armpits. You know, when I was growing up, I was a little late coming to puberty. So. <laughs> You were so insecure about your late puberty, you put a wig under each arm. <laughs> I shove a wig down my pants. Mm-hmm. Look at all these pubes, guys. <laughs> I do remember. Do you remember? Uh, you remember pubes, guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember my buddies talking about pubes, and I didn't have them yet. And I was it was a little bummer for me. Yeah. I was slick. I only have one pube. <laughs> How long is it? Sometimes it gets really th- stiff. <laughs> And, it, and white stuff shoots out of it. I oh. think that's your penis. No, it's a small. It's a small little pube right above my balls. <laughs> How small is it? I don't know the size. The I don't know, like the size of a dick. <laughs> huh? Interesting. Hey, did you ever? Uh... In that bit, you don't know if I think dicks are pubes or if I think pubes are dicks. Right? Or you just have a pube for a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I really wish I could remember because you guys have referenced uh, me talking about fucking a cockroach a lot a couple of times. And I what? And I can't ever remember the bit I did about that. Oh, wait a second. Was that real life? <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I think we didn't talk about that on the podcast. No, we definitely didn't talk about it on the podcast, but we can get into it if you want to. Okay, so the year was 1997, <laughs> and uh, I was lonely, all right? Chris Farley had just died. Yep, yep, and uh, everybody would make fun of my small penis, and then uh, you know, I had to go to this hotel to clean out some uh, cockroaches, and I noticed that there was this one uh, cockroach in a really pretty dress, mm-hmm. you know, and I started to get my imagination going, you know, like, what's under that dress? You know what I mean? And so uh, I started winking at her, you know, and... Uh, and you know one thing leads to another you know and uh you know i killed all the other cockroaches (laughs) we wanted some privacy and you know i start going at it you know it's getting pretty intense you know um she's making all those little cockroach noises so cute and uh when you know it 
my stupid dad comes in the room, turns the light on, she runs underneath the fridge. Mm. That's like your version of the metamorphosis. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Tinkin awoke from his bed one morning to find he had fucked a cockroach. I was hitting the back walls, though, boys. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what. I'm just imagining you. You spend a whole night romancing a cockroach, <laughs> and then you get it, you lay it down in the bed, and then you pull your dick out, and then you just crush the cockroach to death immediately. <laughs> the cockroach just starts laughing. <laughs> That story makes no fucking sense, by the way. Oh, the metamorphosis. Well, if you woke up as a bug, (laughs) mine does. Okay, so just to clarify, you're not talking about my story. No, yours is an allegory for uh, Trump. Okay, yes, 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 because he's bad. Uh I just want to make that clear. Trump is bad. Everybody just want to make sure everybody knows Trump is bad. Okay, Um, (laughs) we don't like Donald Trump around here. All right, Kevin. (laughs) Yeah, no, thank but you. But that's Satan being a resistance guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he loves <laughs> Satan loves just being counterculture. That's right. <laughs> He's just, he <laughs> you know what? I went to Trump Tower. First of all, the Starbucks there fucking sucks. All oh, right? Hey, man. It's a horrible Starbucks. <laughs> On top of that, there's a big sign that says, Promises made, promises kept. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Where's the wall, bro? Where is the fucking wall? Yeah. <laughs> Say it, and you're right. Trump is bad. Can you stop raping me now? Because I'm in hell? Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, bro. I don't want to get me too. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you were saying about the metamorphosis. Well, if he went to bed on his back and, right. he, and he turned into a bug, he couldn't get up. It makes no. I I read the first paragraph <laughs> of the book. I was like, "This is the worst fucking book I've ever read." Well, I threw a- it in my garbage disposal. That's literally the second page. <laughs> <laughs> disposal. Well, that's how I get rid of my book. Is that why the disposal's broken? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> page by that's page. literally on the second page. He's just like, "Oh yeah." Then he struggled to get over on his side, and the, the whole book should be, "How does he get on his hind legs?" Someone yeah. would have to come over and flip him over with a stick. I don't think those are the kind of details that would have made that book better. <laughs> I mean, I might be wrong on this, but, you know, it was kind of more about, like, the metaphor of the metamorphosis. By the way, you know that uh, Frank Kafka, he didn't actually want anybody to read his stuff. Get out! Yes. he. Uh, the, we his, have so much in common. Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you. So, he had some real brain jail stuff going on. He he really did. He, had, uh, he didn't want anybody to read any of his shit because he didn't think it was cool enough. I'm just like Franz Kafka, dude, except mm-hmm. I've never written anything ever. Yeah, a lot of his manuscripts actually got burned after he died because it was in his will to burn all of them. And yep. basically the ones that got saved, most of those are the published works that he has mm-hmm. today. Yeah, his ex-wife. <laughs> fucking <laughs> bitch. Real real hatchet <laughs> job of a woman. She, uh, Yeah, she decided to go ahead and publish it and make him famous for his horrible writing. <laughs> what an idiot. You know, I, I, oh, man, I, I mean, think about... That's you know that could be you, Jace. You know what I mean. I could die. You could die, and That'd all be this. Great. By the way, great drawings. I just want to say Thanks, that. Thanks, buddy. He's a Jace Avery, great artist. Uh, I think you should start putting them out there. I know everybody tells me that. <laughs> Literally, everybody tells me that. Like, hey, you should take two hours a day every day to do something and put it on the internet. I'm like, yeah. well, you could do that too. So you know. I know no, I but you should to encourage you. I know I, I know I should do it, but no, get off my fucking no, back. No, 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 you I love how you, you immediately get defensive. Like, these are really good. You should put these in the internet. Well, you should put these in the fucking internet then. Maybe you should write some shit, fucking asshole. Like, oh, sorry. Well, that is the real that is the real thing behind is I've been meaning to do it for a while, and then I haven't. So I was like, hey, why don't you put these on there? I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. That's why. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, yep. And you know what that means? Brain jail. <laughs> no, it really is. I really, honestly, I'm sorry. I have to address this. I really feel like I'm in a brain jail, right? I don't know if it's this chair. Talk, let's talk about it. Let's I break just it down. Don't, you ever have like a day? I just don't feel comfortable in my body right now. Dude, you're non-binary. Reason. Well, I, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, am I trans? <laughs> Fuck. I felt pretty comfortable. Well, all right. Got to start a GoFundMe. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get you a we'll get you a, an RV that you'll crash into a a river. We're referencing somebody. Yeah, yeah. somebody actually did that. That they uh, yeah. But they, I, wait, they crashed into a river. I don't know. I've got towed or something. But they literally the community paid for somebody who happens to be trans that uh, for a, a place to live, which was like an RV, and then the RV got towed like less than a year later. Like, or mm. I, I'm pretty sure that they parked. Yeah, she it. was the Matt Foley of being trans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that stand for? A uh, retarded vehicle? <laughs> retarded vagina. I don't, okay. I don't know. I, but I do like the idea of I have one. <laughs> I just have one bad day and I panic and just cut my dick off. I'm like, that's the answer. I mean, I'll tell you what. It solves all the problems. I've always said that. It's kind of your dick off. Yep. Yeah. Anytime you have something going on in your mind, the best thing to do is to externally change yourself. Right. Don't worry about your mind. Uh, your mind will be fine. What you need to do is have major surgery. Hold on, though, Kevin, and their defense. I have cut my dick off, and I feel a lot better. <laughs> well, you just had that one pube now. Yeah, you just got an electric razor. It was just, it was, oops. <laughs> there was no blood. That was kind of weird. Yeah, wind picked up, and my dick fell, my dick blew up. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, and I was like, make a wish. No, I, I picked it up with my finger. I made you blow it off my finger. Oh, it's like an eyelash. Yeah, an eyelash. Oop. And I just scoop your dick up with one finger and I hold it. And I'm like, make a wish. And you blow it off and it hits me in the face. I used to and think- then you start sucking it off. Yeah. And then I start sucking your fucking cut off dick. Oh, I, tr- I'm s- <laughs> I would turn my dick into a vape if I got it cut off. That'd be good. I uh, or a bookmark. I do like the idea of it's like Lady and the Tramp, but they have like just one dick that they're sucking on. And then it meets in the end and they kiss and it's all cute. <laughs> So it's like a and double-sided Itali- dildo? Yeah, there's Italian guy like, is your plate of dicks? <laughs> <laughs> when the moon hits your eyes. There's just two meatballs on the table. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Now, I was literally saying, like, I, I literally feel like, you ever have a day you just feel like a sack of meat and bones? You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Jace, I was actually reading an article that uh, depressed people are actually geniuses who have huge dicks. <sighs> Man, and a lot of people identified with that. Man, I should probably kill myself then. <laughs> you got a pretty big dick, right, Jace? I mean, we don't have to talk. I mean, it's pretty thick. Jace, though, you do right? know those articles, though, right? Oh yeah, where it's like depressed people are actually uh, good at fucking, and that's why they're depressed. <laughs> and everyone's sharing. Yeah, it. everyone's like, I knew it. I knew it. That's why I'm depressed. Just, just like a retarded 16 year old guy who's like, you know, Albert Einstein was depressed too. It's like you can't drive. <laughs> you have failed your driving test nine right. times. Also, you don't have depression. You're 16, right? Yeah, you're not legally allowed to have depression until you're 25. No, you should be sad when you're a teen, though, because you're just confused as hell. That's what I'm saying. You're just a teenager. Your body's like out of whack, and you should become trans to fix that. <laughs> From a place of love. From a place of love. No, yeah. it is an interesting uh, uh, subject. If you really were trying to like help somebody out or whatever, you know, a lot of times you just want to agree with them or whatever. Just be like, I, yeah, do whatever you're going to do. I do think there's a lot of people, you might conflict with this, I do think there's a lot of people who should become trans. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think it is both a mental disorder and the cure for that is becoming trans. You're born with a female brain. 
sure. in a male body. And the cure for that is to become a female. Yeah. Just like how a depressed person, the cure for that is going to therapy. It's still mental illness. I think you're going to say killing yourself. Just <laughs> killing yourself. Okay, Jace, you've had enough time with the question. Now, uh, Jordan Peterson, would you like to retort <laughs> I to I mean, this? it's like, uh, you know, uh, it's fine. You know, do whatever you're going to do. That's, uh, you know, there's no problem with having the surgery. Don't make me I'll call you a lady <laughs> if you obviously look like a man. Now, okay. Okay, Jordan, that was not very PC. Well, uh, you know, look, you're wearing overalls and you got a five o'clock shadow. And I say, sir, uh, excuse me, sir, can I buy you a coffee? And you say, uh, it's ma'am. And you turn around and the stubble on your face literally cuts me. Oh, and, come on, Jordan. It's so fucking insensitive. Well, now, you know, how, 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 how do you expect to tell me I'm insensitive when you haven't even cleaned up the depths of hell? You know, make your damn bed, okay? All right, if, if you're pointing a finger at me, there's four pointing back at you. Well, just don't chop one of them off, okay? Now, you know? You know? You know? Hey, it's me, Jordan Peterson, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is woke Satan a good bit? Um, Why not? Who yeah, gives a fine. fuck? Who cares? I mean, I'm not proud of anything we've said, you know, so why not keep going? You know, I say, yeah, I feel like there's been good bits. I'm sorry. I feel like I've just been awkward. Well, now that you've highlighted it, now we have to not put it out. Uh, no, you know, it's, th- that's the thing. It's, it is for me, like I, you know, I did this whole other podcast ripping and skipping with Evan and Kevin and. Yeah, go ahead and plug it. Stop tripping, start double dipping. <laughs> there is so much of that podcast that literally, because we're doing characters the whole time, I'm doing voices and bullshit and all that stuff, and you feel like an idiot most of the time, and you have to just keep going. Right. You know, you have to, because that's the, for me, that's the that's the the prison that I put my mind in that is that I want to prove anything that I'm doing. So mm-hmm. I'm constantly questioning, constantly going, oh, it's not good enough. And I'll say this right now, Jace. You're good enough, all right? Oh, thanks, buddy. I like you. I like you uh, being across this table from me. You're my friend. It's not about how funny you're going to be on this podcast. You know, we're talking. Fuck it all. You know, we're having a good time. And, uh, you know, we're committed to continue talking. Uh, I'm committed, even though Jace has been the least funny one on the podcast. <laughs> yep. We actually, let's go to the polls. Uh, wow. Well, actually, least funny and most racist. That's actually uh, interesting. Uh, I did win um, least funny, most racist in high school. <laughs> I'm in the back of the yearbook. It says most racist. Well, that's just what prom king is in Texas. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's just the most racist guy yeah. gets the crown. Right. And it's a crown made, instead of points on the crown, it's a bunch of little clan hoods <laughs> for each point on the crown. I actually, I'm going to win most likely to lose my family for a podcast. <laughs> nobody listens to, <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I was talking. So earlier I was talking about being cool and whatnot. And I mm-hmm. think that gets into the whole, the same aspect of like worrying about what you're saying or like, am I being funny enough or whatever? But like, there's literally guys that were just like, Hey, um, you're putting out a podcast. Uh, you know, tell people about it. Why don't you, uh, you could tell people, and they're like, I ain't doing that shit. I ain't doing that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't want nobody to know that this is out there. It's a, it's a promotion? That's dumb. Right. It's not cool to try. No, it's not cool to try because you might actually fail. And you know what? This is what failure looks like. <laughs> and you shouldn't be afraid of it. You know what I mean? Right. Satan, what do you think about this? I think it rocks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you go, girl. Thank you. Thank you very much. Or, uh, sorry, you go, they, them. Thank you very much. 
You I, rock. I should address, you know, I have a, I have a trans person in my family mm-hmm. and, uh, and I try to have conversations, you know, about this stuff. And, uh, and it was a very, like, I was trying to have a, like a legitimate conversation, like, Hey, you know, before you do, you know, make a permanent decision, make sure you're, you know, uh, going through all other possible alternatives. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of these people are making decisions. They're 18 years old, you know, 18, 19, 20. It's like, you're so young, you know? Like, think about how the how much you guys have changed in the last 10 years. You know what I mean? Right. I used to be a woman. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And <laughs> now you got that big, juicy cock on you. And honestly, I will say from firsthand experience that it's great. Hey, thanks, buddy. No problem. Yeah, when I fucked your belt loop. Just 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just to play devil's advocate here. Oh, yeah, please. I am dumber now. With Keanu Reeves? Wait, what? This is a good movie. The <laughs> Devil's Advocate. Oh, You're going to play it on DVD? It. Keep it going. Sorry. No, it's, it's okay. Just to play Devil's Advocate. Just play Devil's Advocate. <laughs> you play the whole movie. Yeah. You're like, so anyway, I was saying. I'm getting dumber as I get older. So maybe I should have made all the important life decisions when I was 19. Because now I'm a, I'm a, uh, a, a retarded baby. <laughs> well, are you with getting... a big diaper filled with piss and poop? Right. Yeah, I mean, you are a big baby Pee with a poop, diaper poop. full. If I can play devil's advocate on your devil's advocate, um, yeah, yeah, please. I think you are a big baby full of uh, common poop in your diaper. Dipe. Um, I went cum cum in my diaper. Yeah, you made cum cum in your diaper. Dipe. <laughs> I like calling it diaper. Dipe. <laughs> if I could play El Pacino from Devil's Advocate <laughs> and make a counter argument, um, no, I think it's just when you get older, you realize you're a fucking idiot. You know, when you're young, you have no idea. And then it's like the Bernard Meinhof. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. What is it, Bernard Meinhof complex or whatever? Yes. Um, that like the more you know, the worse you think you are at something. Yeah, the more you know, the more you know you don't know. Right. And yeah. then the less you know, the more you think you know. Yeah, can you imagine the, the confidence of your opinions as a 16-year-old? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, the Lord, you know, Jesus. I was so confident that we're all going to hell. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of stuff. You yeah, know, and now so as you much. get older, like, you feel like you're like, oh, I'll figure it out. But, like, a large part of getting older and I think becoming more at peace is just realizing, like, oh, I don't, I don't got nothing, you know? I don't have any thoughts about anything. Absolutely. This is what I'm doing because I'm, I'm stand, feeling uncomfortable right? with this chair too. The chair. I, th- I literally think it's the chair is like fucking cutting into my feet when stand I'm up. sitting. Stand up. Get get comfy. You know? Get your, I literally pull can't your dick out. I'm too tall to like stand up. Uh, you could grab one of the other chairs too. But this chair is, I'm going to literally switch. I literally think this entire thing has been, this chair is like a knife in every part of my body. Well. So let me switch chairs real quick. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, but you can't. You can't second guess yourself too much. Uh, I mean, sure, you know, most of the things we said shouldn't have been said, you know, but uh, are we going to stop saying it? No. Why would we? <laughs> this is this is this is Kevin at a clan rally. <laughs> <laughs> I, sh- I folks, I mean, maybe we in the wrong here, you know. Maybe maybe we shouldn't be, uh, you know, saying that we're the best. I mean, let's be honest, most of you guys are missing your teeth, you know. And that is so funny, like the Nazi that keeps second guessing his ideology. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, I don't know. Maybe they are equals. Oh, but- the clan member who's just a pussy. He's like, listen, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but you know, it's just uh, you're inferior. Yeah. Oh, that that's gonna come off. That's gonna the, come off. Yeah, the stand is. Kevin's pointing off. at my dick right now. That thing's gonna come off. It's gonna come right off. Okay. Well, it's uh, off, and then. Oh boy. Oh boy. No, just reclamp it. Rejeb clamp it. I got it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Holy shit. That's good. No, this is this good. This is a good... Okay, uh, now you're pulling down other wires. 
Okay, uh, just reclamp it onto the thing. It's not hard. Well, I guess just let him hold it now. No, no, no. It's very, very easy. You see where the 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 marks are right there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it. See, this is what I mean. This is not. Oh, yeah. Now he. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I mean, do you think Ben, if you met yourself as a sixteen-year-old, I would absolutely suck myself off. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what was the question? How would you? I mean, would you? How would you feel about like the person that you've become at this point? Like, is this something that you would be like, oh yeah, hell yeah? I mean, do you feel like you 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 were in like the same state of mind that you were, you know, when you were sixteen? I would think some of the shit I'm doing is pretty cool. Yeah, I'd probably be more grateful, more excited about where I am now than I feel currently. Yeah, you know. But I I I I, just, I I don't know. I there's a lot of it's just like I I, I read this. I think I may have talked about it last time. Mm-hmm. The the book The Alchemist. Sure. Where uh, he he meets a king. Did I talk about this last time? No, I don't think so. So he meets a king in The Alchemist, and the king no gives, queen. <laughs> no, it was Martin Luther King. <laughs> and, uh, he gives him two rocks, and he it's Urim and Thummim. And it's literally, uh, he's saying, if you come to a crossroads in your life mm. and you don't know what to do, ask yourself an objective question mm. and then let the rocks decide. It's better if you can make the decision for yourself, but if you can't, use the rocks. You know. But the ultimate thing is to keep moving forward and to keep making decisions. You know what I mean? Yeah, just keep working. Yeah. Keep, you know, if you're going to keep saying, you know, you know, dumb shit or whatever, you're going to just say it, you know, get it out. Put it out there. You know, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I love that we have to pep talk ourselves to this entire podcast. Absolutely, dude. I'll do it. I don't give a rats behind. It. Yeah, I get self-conscious all the time. You know, that's why we started this podcast is because me and you, Jace, mm-hmm. we both do this. Right. A lot. And uh, I think there is something to practicing just continuing to move forward you know, even if you're going, you know, you're feeling weird because your microphone stand keeps <laughs> no, falling apart. It keeps falling apart. <laughs> I love that you keep doing things, and I'm seeing every time you do it, it's not a solution <laughs> at all. I'm having a panic attack right now. <laughs> well, you, could, um, you couldn't see it if you're listening, but I literally I moved chairs because I didn't feel comfortable, and then I tried to adjust the mic. It fell out. I panicked and tried to like pull all the wires out of every. I'm literally like a dog that gets trapped under a coffee table <laughs> and decides the solution is to just knock the coffee table and everything on it over. Or like you get a sock stuck on your head. You keep walking backwards <laughs> as opposed to just pulling the sock off. It's I like, know that is so Kevin, that is like literally a metaphor for when things go wrong for me at a job yeah. or a social situation is I just panic and I just start fucking trying to like fix everything immediately instead of just taking a breath yeah taking a moment and then just like allowing yourself to like collect your emotions and be okay yeah it's because you are okay you know like we're okay like there's nothing Mm -hmm. i have there have been so many times because i've done so many flipping podcasts i try not to curse (laughs) uh where I will go at the end of it. I will feel so self-conscious mm-hmm. and especially if I'm going in there and I'm going like, Hey, what's going on? You guys, how are you guys doing? And then at the end of it, like <laughs> I'm going, Oh my God, like you really, what an idiot. Mm-hmm. You're a loser. You're a piece of shit. When we did Todd glasses podcast, I remember leaving thinking, Oh, I'm there. It is. I blew it. Mm-hmm. I blew it completely. You thought you had a bad podcast episode. Yes. Almost every episode of every podcast I've ever done. Save for this one. 
I feel like we've had, I, I didn't do good, right. you know? And then I'll listen back to it. And I don't know if your brain works this way, but as I'm listening to it, I'm experiencing the same emotions. And so I can remember how I was feeling when something was happening. Right. But then I'm re-listening to it. I'm going, oh, it sounds fine. Like mm-hmm. that was fine. And then, but when I'm, when I'm, you know, in the moment talking in my mind, I'm going, you're a fucking loser. Like, oh, you're blowing it. Just shut the fuck up. No, talk more. Right. No, talk less. No, you shouldn't. You know what? You should be, a, you should be a librarian. That's, <laughs> you're blowing it. You should be organizing books. That should be your job. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's everything is, is not, is not as extreme as it is in your own head. You know right. what I mean? Uh, panic attack. You know, you're, you're thinking, you feel like you're being attacked by a bear. There's no bear. All right, you're the only bear in the room because you're a big fat gay guy. Hey, and, uh, <laughs> well, that is true. <laughs> I am big fat and gay. This is me. Uh, this is my codependence acting out because I want you to feel comfortable, right? Because I do. And care see, about now you. I'm almost weirdly getting more panicky because I can feel your attention on. Well, me. I'm going to stand up while you sit in the lower <laughs> chair. All right, I'm standing up uh, while you sit in the lower chair. But uh, I do feel. I, I feel. You know. Hey, we got to go through the gambit. You know, part of this podcast is I wanted to make sure that I was myself. Mm-hmm. You know, which is a slightly racist man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I literally have this is a scenario of who we are is literally I came down here. I shouldn't have wore the long sleeve because it's just hot. Mm-hmm. So I'm already kind of sweaty. I sit in a chair that for whatever reason was literally cutting into my ass. Mm-hmm. And then when I would try to put my feet on the little steps on the side, it would cut into my goddamn feet. Yeah. And so literally just those two emotions, I'm going, do I feel uncomfortable? And then I just keep thinking about the fact that I feel uncomfortable yeah. until the fact that I've driven it to the point where I had to have maybe a 25 minute conversation on the podcast about how I feel like I'm blowing the podcast. Well, I mean, yeah, you're blowing everybody else. So <laughs> it's like, you know, why not? No, I, I, you can't worry about that shit. And you know that, uh, I'll tell you this, my son, Mm -hmm. uh, watching, having kids, you get to watch your anxieties lived out in front of you. And it's the biggest nightmare in the world. Right. Um, I watched my son, um, this has happened twice now where he literally breaks down in public over something that doesn't matter at all. Mm-hmm. We take him to, uh, I took him to, uh, um, Harry Potter world, universal studios, couldn't get the wand to unlock the door with the magic, you know, wand whipping around bullshit with their $50 wands. <laughs> and I was so excited to get him wands because mm-hmm. it's the, you know, they're, they're cool. And then you go in front of the flower. Oh, the flowers move. Cause you did the thing, right? You're like, I'm a good dad. I'm, I'm providing a, for my children. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, he goes in front of this door and you're supposed to say, you know, expel a blah, 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 and whatever, and flip your wrist. And he couldn't do it. He did it three times. He immediately starts tearing up, mm-hmm. starts getting emotional and he just runs away. And, uh, man, I just saw myself in him like a hundred percent. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like my relationship with the Lord. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, it, it really was. But what do you feel? Cause that's interesting to me. What do you feel when you see that in your son? Like in the moment, what are you feeling? I feel guilty. I feel bad. I fucked up. I shouldn't have procreated cause you're an idiot and you passed on your, your genes to a, you know, you put poison in your son. I put poison in him. No, I, yeah, that's a little bit how I feel sometimes, but at the same time, it's like, um, I, I, I feel, um, I feel bad for him, but I also am excited because I have the tools at this point to mm-hmm. overcome that stuff. And I went through some of that stuff, you know, I, uh, but now at this point I, I can know I can sit him down and go, Hey, 
you know, none of this stuff matters at all. Right. Like nothing matters. Like just have a good time. Who cares? Mm -hmm. And then try to move on from it, you know, because uh, otherwise, you know, you end up dwelling on stuff like that. And, 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 and thank God uh, he went back and there's a thing at Universal Studios where one in every 50, I guess, when you do the little thing, it does something extra. Okay. And so when he did it, he finally got the pattern. And instead of the door just unlocking, it actually rattled and like smoke came out from underneath it. Oh, and nice. he was ecstatic. And uh, it was really good. It was a good like learning opportunity. And I was just like, look, what, you know, remember, don't give up. You know, keep moving forward. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, he gets frustrated really easily. Right. And I'm the same way. I always have been. Well, I feel like that's my progress is I still get these emotions, but I'm, I've gotten to the point now where I just keep going. Mm-hmm. And that was a point I would used to give up on everything. Yeah. And I've gotten to the point where I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to tap out of the podcast. I'm just going to keep going. Right. Because it'll be fine. You yeah. know, and it, Ben, I always feel like that's a skill you have that I'm jealous of is that you just like, or you're very aware that it just doesn't matter. Like when you do things. That's correct, Jace. Okay. <laughs> that's right. It doesn't matter. I, I think one of the things that I realized too is that almost everybody that is a performer feels the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And the difference for me was often expressing it. Like right. letting, especially if it's on stage, you know, I mean, think about being on stage, one joke misses. maybe you do a thousand jokes, one, one joke misses mm-hmm. and you could just move on to the next joke or say, well, that one didn't work. You get them back, you know, or you could go, gosh, guys, I'm really sorry about this. You know, I'm really, <sighs> my penis is inside of my body right now. And, uh, <laughs> oh God. And I'm not sure if my mom loves me and, uh, she's gone now. And, uh, God, I'm really blowing it. You know what, man? I made a bad career choice. You know what? If anybody wants their money back, go to the front door. <laughs> oh, God, I'm never going to get booked here. Ever going to get. It's like, I think everybody has that same anxiety, that same feeling. Oftentimes, acknowledging it publicly can be the difference between what I feel and what almost everybody else feels. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To where it's just like, oh, yeah, if you hadn't have said, if you hadn't have said anything, Jace, mm-hmm. I would have no idea. Right. I would have no idea at all. Uh, so it's like one of those things. It's just like, huh? Interesting. You know, it's like, cause I think we all feel the same shit. I, I, you know, I, this whole time, every podcast I've ever done, I, in the middle of it, I go, yeah, I should, uh, blow my brains. Out. <laughs> uh, you know, if, does, is there a shotgun? We need yeah. a podcast shotgun. No, I feel like I should kill myself all the time. Yeah. Well, you know, even, you know, sometimes <laughs> you're right. You know, sometimes you really hit the mark. Right. Uh, there are sometimes you you should kill yourself like in that moment. Yeah, not every time, but you know, sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes, like you know. Once or twice a year. Yeah, maybe yeah, once or twice a year. It's like <laughs> mushrooms. You shouldn't do them all the time, right. but you know, maybe every 6 months, you know, blow your brains off. Mm-hmm. Uh blow them off. Not right. uh, not out. I read blow something that it's uh healthy to think about killing yourself. Is that true? Yeah. How so? Because it's uh, the idea of it is like a sweet release for you to just like imagine it all being over. So it's like a little escape you get a couple of times a day of just huh. like closing your eyes and thinking about laying down and in the highway and <laughs> li- <laughs> listening to Casey and the Sunshine Band. Oh yeah, with your great AirPods. Band. Get great down band. on it. <laughs> <laughs> And you just lay down on the 405. Get down on it. Get down on yeah, it. So, <laughs> somehow every car is... You're the guy who can't kill himself. Mm-hmm. You're trying so desperately. It just won't happen. Yeah, like you jump off a building and then just a crane flies underneath you. <laughs> a giant eagle swoops you up. 
like fuck <laughs> yeah i uh, uh man what was i gonna say i was gonna say something uh yeah, I, I I think about I thought about it. Uh, with the game that I do a lot of the times is I'll do the what if game or like uh, or or like the and then and mm-hmm. then what. So like I'm going like oh I'm flipping out and I go well, what's going to happen if if you uh, if you're bad on this podcast what's going to happen? You go um, uh, well maybe I don't maybe uh, maybe I have to do another podcast again. <laughs> it's like oh okay and then what? Um, did another podcast i guess or maybe people think that i'm wasn't good on that one podcast and then what and it's just like you keep going down the cycle it's just like it's never it doesn't matter in mm-hmm. the long run you know it, and uh, you read comments on the internet like if you put anything out there someone's gonna dm you that you're a piece of shit you should yeah yeah i when i proposed to katie i put a picture on instagram and some guy dm'd me a picture of katie's ring and said, "LOL, you are like such a little piece of shit." Was it Tim? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It was some random guy. I have no idea who he was, but he screenshotted it and sent it to me and said that I was a. F- he said, "LOL, you're such a fucking loser." When Jesus. I when I proposed to my my right. future wife, and yeah. you know that guy is like really, if you think about it, that guy is in more pain than you could possibly imagine. I well, looked it up. He that's has two where I'm going to disagree with you. He actually <laughs> seems like a really happy person. <laughs> Uh, he seems like his life is really well put together. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, anytime things are going good, you know, I always like to shit on people uh, when life's great. You know, when life's going good, I got a lot of money in the bank and my, I'm surrounded by love. Mm-hmm. I like getting online, especially when people have big life events like having babies or getting engaged. I'll always write, fuck you. <laughs> like, like, here's my sweet babies, one month old today. So I'm so proud. I'll write, fuck you. Go jump off a bridge, you got jackass. And uh, right. it makes and the world you, a little better. Yeah, and then you just you know walk out of your mansion, get in mm-hmm. your Tesla, and then drive away. Yep, yep. I really I collect the money that the government puts on my front lawn every morning <laughs> um, because I'm white. And uh, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, you know. And then I I go I try to look for people who have uh, like leg braces uh, on the sidewalk, and I just hit them. <laughs> I just hit them with my car, and. Uh, I love seeing a rag doll with leg braces, you know, just really <laughs> flopping around on the highway. Yeah, I try to find a guy with ear pods in in the middle of the highway listening to Casey and the Sunshine Band and just flatten him out. Right. You know, really pancake him out, see if I can get his brains to squirt And that's how you and lane. Ben met, actually. Yeah, that's, that's actually right, yeah. No, me and Ben met. It was, uh, it was a rainy day. I was back in my home, uh, Denton, Texas, and uh, I was driving down the road, and uh, I, was, uh, I was pretty drunk, and... Uh, he was uh, he was running across the road because he loved chasing cars, <laughs> and I ran him over. I took him to your dad, right? And I said, "I think this belongs to you," because of course he was wearing his collar. <laughs> and uh, and the, he goes, he I just remember he just looked back at his wife. He goes, "Get the shotgun," <laughs> and I said, "No way." So I took him to a vet. I think you're thinking of Emma. Oh yeah, I guess that is the story of how you met your dog. <laughs> I forgot. I always get those confused. But we did have to chop your dick off. Um, (laughs) That does get confusing since Emma's on the podcast right now. That's right. That's right. Uh, Emma actually plays Woke Devil on the podcast. (laughs) Our dog. Uh, For for those of you who don't know us personally, uh, Emma is a cute little black lab. Black lab, right? Probably. And uh, she's got her leg amputated and Ben saved her life. Hey. Hey. Oh, yeah. What's up, Satan? Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Uh, I guess if you're going to butt in again. Okay. <laughs> what? 
do you guys like my blue hair? <laughs> like I like it's it's shaved, but it's blue on top. Like, is it actually cool? Are you Satan from the movie? Uh, are you Hades from the movie Hercules by mm-hmm. Disney? Yes. Uh, and you I, have I, one septum piercing. I love it. Do you like my septum piercing? It's. <laughs> you know what? I think it looks beautiful. Self-conscious Satan. <laughs> yeah, actually, I I think it's not bad. I mean, I don't know. I guess you could. I don't know, man. I just don't recognize myself anymore. <laughs> what's I just your, got caught up in a trend, I think. What's your natural hair color? Uh, loose? A fur? I don't have any hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're wearing a rug? Yeah. Oh. Hey, you know, yeah. as long as you're happy, pal. You know I'm what I mean? Uh, Look, we... <laughs> I don't know. I just... I used to be just like you guys. I used to have a good time and... You know, now I can't watch anything anymore. I can't watch Ace Ventura. <laughs> can't watch Happy Gilmore. Can't watch any of that shit. I remember when you were really on top of your game back in the day, the Black Plague. That was big. Good stuff. Watch your language. <laughs> <laughs> the African American. <laughs> That's right, Chase. Very good. The African American plague. Well, right, I'm, I'm right now. See you. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye, Sam. <laughs> See you, Sam. Uh, oh, I think, uh, yeah. I'm back now. Oh, hey. <laughs> okay. Welcome back. Uh, how are we doing on time? Where are we at? Um, we are at an hour and a half. Hour and a half. I think that's that feels good. Right. Um, well, hey, thanks, everybody, for joining us on Brain Jail. I like that we're going through actual emotions that the podcast is based around. Right. Jace. I do. I had a live panic attack during a podcast. So you there did. We go. He ruined everything what, in, what the, in the What does the panic studio? attack feel like? <sighs> you know, it really feels like I'll describe. Here's how it usually. It's not like a panic because I've had like straight up panic attacks where it's like I felt like I was about to die. Do you feel like the guy in Wanted? kind of a little bit where the heart starts beating fast. It's more of like an anxiety attack type of thing where literally I'll think there's a problem and then I'll kind of focus on it. Like literally I feel uncomfortable. I'm sweaty and uh, <laughs> Kevin's just loading a vape. I'm sorry. sorry. I got to refill my You're vape. loading a vape like it's a gun in World War II. <laughs> Give me a come out clip. Hey, that's uh, that's the strudel house. That's not churros. I know. It's okay. I'm going to fill it up with this one. All right. What's a panic attack like again <laughs> while you're being emotionally vulnerable and I'm filling a vape? Yeah. Kevin's uh, Kevin's like dissembling a vape with a blindfold on. No, I'm here for you, pal. I'm here for you. Hold on. Give me that strudel house. The, the therapist that's really into vaping. <laughs> yeah, I'm crying. He's just like, yeah, I think the coils burnt down. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, check out these clouds I'm chucking. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, you know, I just feel like my dad never loved me and then it cuts to my therapist and it just blows effect. What's that like? He has a big uh, Supreme beanie yeah, on. Supreme beanie. <laughs> the yeah. white one with the red label. Yeah, he's in Alexis. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it feels like you just like I start I started focusing on the fact that I felt really sweaty and literally like the like my body just felt uncomfortable. I was like, shit, am I like panicking right now? And then I just keep focusing on that. And I try to like like I'm like okay, get back in a good mood. Get back in a good mood. Oh, that's what it feels like when I'm uh, when I used to smoke weed. That's how I always felt. It's literally it's literally like that. That's why I can't smoke weed anymore because I it gets like really intense and I get real panic attacks. Mm-hmm. And then I just keep focusing on it and I get in like this K hole of stress. And eventually gets to the point where I'm like, I'm sorry guys, I feel like I'm not doing good on the podcast. Literally in an attempt to fix it, but it's only making it worse because now there's a magnifying glass. Yeah. on my anxiety it gets to the point where I'm like I have to move this chair I'm sorry and then I move the chair 
And then like, I literally knock the, the, like the thing holding the mic, the mic stand over and I'm like trying to fix it. And I panic about that. Cause I'm like, now I'm really fucking up. You put a spear through one of the monitors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm literally like unwinding the mic cable from the mic stand and the things falling off. And I'm just like, I fucking suck. And no one's, ever going to want to do anything with me again and i was like excited about this podcast and then it, it just, was okay yeah all right <laughs> cool but that's just what if it literally and i get that i don't want to be dramatic i get that maybe three times a day three to four times a day that'll happen to me yeah and the really shitty thing about that is it just leads to the fact that i have no energy i feel like to just do anything because i'm so worn out from trying to like fight my anxiety like that's the biggest thing for me it just wears me down yeah it really does well i mean it seems like you've been you've been doing some good things to to try to combat that Mm -hmm. you know um i mean i'm on meds you know i'm on those meds are you uh yeah i'm on i take a i take a a cls every day Uh, (laughs) (laughs) are you trying to fuck the depression out you know what there's nothing better because i'll start feeling down and i'll look down and i'm rock hard you know and i go you know what how are you going to be bummed out with this thing uh no i'm in the middle of a preschool yeah (laughs) i'm picking my daughter up uh no i uh i I am on anti-depression medication i didn't know that yeah yeah i've been on it for a little while and uh it has helped uh yeah you think so yeah, I think so. I mean, honestly, I don't know because I was so stoned all the time. Right. Uh, and I don't know if that was really, you know, screwing things up. So I don't want to go off the, the anti-anxiety shit mm-hmm. because then I'm afraid that, you know, it's, I'm going to have a, uh, I'm going to lose it again. What are you right? taking? I think it's called Celexa. I think it's her uh, Celebrex or something. I can't remember what it's called. Someone, uh, one of my Lyft passengers once told me they started taking like Lexapro or something. Uh-huh. And he said he started seeing shit float in the room. Oh, wow. Like, like his phone would start floating off the table and stuff. That's dope. Maybe he just got telepathy. <laughs> yeah, maybe he got telepathy. Yeah, well, that's the scary thing about him is you like got to find the right cocktail, and sometimes it'll just not work, and you'll get worse, and you have to try another thing until you eventually yeah. find. I don't know. I've thought about I've been seriously considering going on anti-anxiety medication. I mean, it's, it's worth trying out. A lot of times people, when you have... Uh, anything going on with you and you try to medication, if it doesn't work out, I mean, that'd be like going on one date and not working out and being like, well, I hate women. <laughs> you know, it's... It, Does it, CBD work? Not, kind of, not really. I feel like CBD is like not as what everybody thinks it is. I don't know. Yeah. Like it'll relax my muscles, but it's not like pulling me out of like the, the mental part of anxiety. Right. Like that's still there. Well, we're going to get the key to this brain jail. Right. I keep saying the podcast. I think our first episode was really, really good. This has been fine. I think this one has been good. It's good. It's still good. We are not putting this out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. My, in my head, like you guys turn off the podcast equipment and then just nobody talks to me. You guys just walk upstairs. Well, I'll tell you the, the last episode that we did of, of ripping and skipping, Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't put out and I felt horrible because our guesses was great. Right. He was fine, but I, I, I didn't, I couldn't put it out. I felt so I had, I was going through the same shit. I literally, I, cause you know, we're doing impressions and I'm, you know, we're going through the portal and trying to, you know, change the circumstances and I'm not trying to do any planning ahead. So I'm going, where do you want to go next? He's going, mm-hmm. let's go to the ocean. I'm going, Oh, fucking the ocean. I don't know what to do with the ocean. What's going to happen in the ocean. I'm trying to make bubble noises and shit. Right. And, uh, it, it's, it's not, it, it's, it was fine. You know, the, mm-hmm. the episode's fine. But yeah, you can't, you, you just, it's, you know, fuck it all, you know, rip skipping on a flip flop. You know what I mean? 
double dip on that shit. I don't give a shit. If we have episodes where it's not hilarious the whole time, mm-hmm. that's who we are. There was are. still a lot of funny moments. Yeah. The Fat Klansman, that's a good bit. Oh, there's plenty of great bits, and right. we're not going to analyze it anymore. Uh, it was great. And it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And anybody says otherwise is getting a foot to the face. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'm dad now. This trip is going well. (laughs) We are having a great time. (laughs) Nobody vomited in the back seat. (laughs) Dad, I think I lost my ticket. We're sneaking you in. (laughs) Get in my ass. (laughs) This this is what we wanted to happen. This is with life. You have to learn to improvise. We're throwing you over the fence at Disneyland. <laughs> Dad, I stepped in dog shit. Good. <laughs> it makes you a better person. <laughs> the dad who can't, like, never sympathizes. Right. That's what's supposed to happen. Stop complaining. God damn it. We are a family. Yeah. We're a fa- you know what? We're all stepping in dog shit. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> You're grinding your foot into dog shit. Yeah, look, everybody has to step in the dog Am I crying like a little bitch? Am I? No. It's all over me. Look, it's on my face. I'm putting it on my face. Am I'm I complaining it. about it? I'm no. I'm eating it. Yeah, I, got, I like it. I prefer it. This is how you enjoy life, you dumb fucks. Now get back in the station wagon. I'm driving off a cliff, and you're going to love it. Honey, honey, don't make the kids step in Shut the fuck up, Pamela. (laughs) I'm teaching our children how to be adults. (laughs) If you want to coddle them their whole life like a dumb bitch, that's up to you, but I will not stand for it. Just just let me drive. You're seven beers deep. <laughs> you eat the shit. No, you eat the shit. That's why they're crying. It's because you won't eat the shit. They see us as a unit, and when you don't support us as a unit... Why do you think they even stepped in dog shit? You do it every fucking day in the yard anyway. <laughs> they want Where do you think the they attention. fucking learned it from? Pamela, I hate you. Stop swearing in front of the kids. I will not stop... <laughs> That is the best line when you go when people say like we are a family. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, yeah, we know. Yeah, we're a f- <laughs> yeah. We you think you're in wheel and name. stitch. Yeah. yeah. I love how I peeked the microphones like twelve times doing an impression of someone's dad. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. I. That, by the way, that's what I'm going to do next time you start having a panic attack, Jace. You just start screaming. Stop it, Jace. Stop having a panic attack. <laughs> God damn it! You're freaking out right now, and you don't need to do that. Yeah. Instantly cured. Yeah. Your neighbors are going to be so scared. Oh, they've heard much worse. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I like that we're all sober. I'm sober. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. I got a lot of dip in me right now. You mean a sober person? Because we are both sober people now. Well, that's not true. You have made me a sober person. I'm taking a break from marijuana, but you have insisted that I'm an addict and that I have to stop uh, and that I I can't go back. Those are my words. Yes. (laughs) I, t- I literally go, I'm going to take a break for about a month or so. And you're like, man, I'm so glad you realized your crippling addiction. And, uh, you know, you're going to notice a big change when you stop doing everything altogether. Yeah, you became a better gamer. I, you know what? <laughs> you're absolutely right. I don't think I would have been able to get those three satchels. Right. If I uh, if I was still smoking the dope. You would have been falling off your horse. Yeah. yeah. No, we literally went to barbecue the other day. And, and one of the guys pulled out a doobie. And I go, you know, I'm going to take a little puff. And they, they both were like, whoa. Like, I just God didn't want to be the it. guy. My worst case scenario is that like within a month, you're wearing a Rastafarian hat <laughs> and you're like in a gut, you're in a gutter outside. I'll suck your dick. Yeah. Suck your fucking dick. Well, the thing about it is like, I like to relax 
you know, I like relaxing and taking it easy. And now a lot of times what I'll do is I'll have a beer, which fucks with my gout big time. So then I'm just like, I got to figure something out. Mm, But uh, who knows? I don't know. I'm going to throw my, I'm going to roll up my PlayStation and smoke that. (laughs) I'm going to smoke my PlayStation. Like a big towel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A big old uh, towel, a mildew towel filled with marijuana. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'm gay. Uh, I'm trans. And Ben. I'm a pedophile. <laughs> we appreciate you joining us on this episode of Brain Jail uh, and sticking sticking with us, you know, through uh, through thick and thin, and really getting the deets mm-hmm. on who we are. Mm-hmm. I am a codependent piece of shit. Jace is in a panicky spiral, mm-hmm. and Ben Avery uh, can't relate to human beings. <laughs> uh, That's right. And we're so glad that you joined us. Uh, any any parting words, gentlemen? Do you guys want to go see John Wick 3? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. See you next week.